1: Let's go on with the show. Hey, audience and listeners, this is James Kandasamy from Achieve Wealth True Value at Real Estate Investing podcast. Uh, Today, I have Satish Sigaram, which is one of my students who recently closed 263 units in Atlanta. So we're going to go a bit more detail into how he got started. Uh, You know, he was doing a W-2 job and how did he transition from W-2 job to become a, a full time real estate investor right now. Hey, Satish, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, thank you, James. Thanks for the opportunity.
1: Yeah. Why don't you tell our audience about yourself and uh, you know, how did you land in the U S uh, you know, what W2 job were you doing and how did you transition to become a full-time real estate investor?
2: Sure. Uh, James. Um, uh yeah, like everyone, I landed here, uh, in an ID job. Um, I started my career, uh, doing consulting in 2008 and um, um, i worked in various clients uh, across the US. Um, and slowly I, I understood that this is not the, uh, not where I have to be because, um, because of the paycheck, to running paycheck to paycheck, uh, no, don't have any savings at all. And those things are uh, the constant uh, thirst was there to um, find out something new, right? So I started uh, several things like, you know, I started full-time in uh, trading, uh, trading accounts and um, futures market, uh, forex trading, all those things I tried uh, for one year uh, until uh, 2011. And then um, uh, I I got tremendous amount of uh, stress on that, um, doing that um, financial trading and all and um, uh, health wise uh, it is not good actually. So um, I changed my perspective and you know I changed uh, gears a little bit and uh, uh, looking towards uh, the real estate side where I got uh, interested in uh, you know buying and selling uh, single family homes initially and then uh, slowly uh, that also got uh, boring uh, in single family Finding out uh, uh, where it can be, uh, you know, uh, it can give you a financial freedom, expedite uh, your uh, progress towards uh, the financial freedom. So I found that my family is a space where we can, you know, um, expedite our uh, financial freedom, uh, getting rid of an entrepreneurial job. So on on that uh, front, I, I was searching for the mentors. And, uh, and uh, fortunately, I got you. And also, I, I, I went to Milbauer's class also. And uh, more than that, uh, I got a lot of things from you, um, from the uh, acquisition and every area of uh, the deal um, um, process. right? So I learned a lot. And uh, slowly, I started investing in, um, uh, in as an LP in uh, several assignments. And uh, got hooked up with the uh, mailbox money that I received, and uh, so far, uh, still I'm receiving that. And I, I invested nearly around a thousand units as a passive investor, and also like um, I, uh, I completed my first transaction as a GP uh, in, uh, in Atlanta recently. So that's uh, about my story uh, so far. Got
1: Thanks. it. Very very interesting. So. So you landed in the US and you had a W2 job and you started doing single family and you said you did a lot of trading as well, right? So why you didn't do continuously doing uh, stock trading or futures trading? I think a lot of people like that, right?
2: So, uh, yeah, I, uh, somehow I did it for three years and uh, despite my W2 job, I had that, um, uh, I, I did that uh, full time um, doing day trading. Uh, between 9 to 12, and then uh, afternoon I concentrate more on my uh, IT job. But it uh, didn't give me any you know, um, uh, astronomical uh, profits. So I was you know, merely uh, um, uh, getting uh, my salary, uh, one year income, and then uh, uh, I lose that in the next month. So somehow, <laughs> somehow I profit very well, and the next month I'll give back.
1: Because it's so very volatile, trading, right? Stocks stocks are very yeah, volatile. It's
2: very volatile, and you know, predominantly it's a psychology, right? Trading is a purely mindset and uh, psychology um, that you need to have always uh, to win the game. So you know, nobody can beat the market uh, as well. So that uh, put me on a very uh, you know you know and frustrated state always. Um, so um, I I had my blood works. You know everything uh, went down. You know, health wise also, I got uh, uh, more stressed out. So I was uh, deciding, uh, okay, this is not the game where we have to be in order to be in the long run, right? I have to be sustainable uh, in, a, in a business where I can grow rapidly as well as, you know I can save something for my legacy, like, you know, for my, for my family and, you know uh, five years down the line. If I wanted to be uh, um, financially free, I have to be that stage. So I was searching for that uh, uh, answers, and uh, real estate is one of the uh, thing all the wealthiest people they have done in the in the US. So I thought like uh, let's try out in the real estate space.
1: Got it, got it. So in, so you had single family as well, right? You you basically had a realtor license as well, and. Um... And I think multifamily is a lot more scalable and uh, you know it makes a lot more money, I guess, right? So compared to single family, right? So so how did you I mean in, in the multifamily space, right? You have a lot of things, right? When you're looking at it, you as being an operator, right? So you can do underwriting, you can raise money, you know, you can do you know investor relationship or you can you know find deals, right? Which which part of that area where you think you had the most, uh, you know, uh, skill at that you really like to do.
2: So I, I like the mostly like uh, underwriting part and you know finding the deals. Uh, that's my niche. I would say you know I was very uh, interested and in spending hours and hours of time in in uh, underwriting those things without uh, knowing that we are spending this much time. So mm-hmm. that means it is a passion. That is already there oh. <laughs> so spending time is not at all a problem and you know it is going on uh, by um, by default it is coming uh, so a lot of deals we underwrite uh, we helped a lot uh, uh, with the uh, partners within between us we underwrite so everybody understood my, my skill is underwriting so they gave me that job so and i i fared well in that you know and finding deals uh, become uh, second nature
1: Got it. What What do you think? um, You know, when you underwrite a deal, what do you really look for? Because nowadays a lot of deals doesn't work on the on the paper on the Excel. So what do you look for?
2: Sure, I will look for uh, mainly the if there is an upside, right? So if there is a really upside and uh, where we can do a value at play, and then uh, five years uh, average cash on cash. uh, What would be the uh, numbers for the investors so those are all the three parameters we look for uh, before we get jump on the-
1: yeah so so that's what i like to you know i like to go for upside because that's the especially upside on the rent because that's the most important right once people starting started to talk about parking you know parking charges washer dryer cable commission you know wi-fi installation that means that deal is actually no no upside right <laughs> they have to squeeze until the end <laughs> So rent upside, and it's not easy to find deals like that. So I'm happy that you find something. Um, but you also were able to uh, raise a good amount of money from your friends and, fa- I mean, friends and family members, right? So, so walk us through, let's say someone new, right? Uh, you know, how would you recommend them to build that network? How would you recommend them to build that network? Because you, when you have a deal, you're already able to raise the money. So that means you would have built that, network you would have built that um, you know pr- uh, prospect from from a long time ago even before you start getting a deal so how did you do that
2: Yeah, um, i simply uh, took your advice as well as uh, some of the uh, folks uh, uh, in the in the podcast everybody told that about the best network is from your phone
0: right
2: mm. so i on just the phone concentrate on the on the phone network like uh, whoever i have uh, in my contact list so well, i took that numbers i have around 2000 friends in my in my, in my contact list oh. so i took that first and I uploaded that in the, in the spreadsheet and then i i shortlisted that uh, I mean, probable uh, list of investors and then i call them keep on calling them uh, nobody knows that i'm into this this endeavor right okay so i I keep on calling them and tell them that hey, this is an there is an opportunity. Would you like to be part of? It? So first of all, uh, everybody is scared of. I mean, nobody knows that there is an opportunity to buy an apartment. Everybody thinks that in, back in India, like like in India, right? Apartment, you you will buy only one unit, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because outside of the U.S., apartments are one unit, right? One unit, you can buy one unit or you can. I think you can just that's, buy one unit it's like a condo right so
2: that's how the questions are uh, so i know people who have money in 401k sitting idle, and uh, you know people uh, doesn't know that there is an opportunity exists so i tap those people who listed out around 50 people uh, in my list shortlisted them called them and invited them for the webinar and they came, and now about eighty uh, percent uh, conversion was there. Like uh, pretty much uh, everybody, you know, uh, who were invited for the webinar, they they put the money in the box. So oh, that's really? How okay.
0: I,
1: so the tip is to find the people that you already talked to them before on the phone itself. On the phone itself. Correct. Right. Right. No,
2: so. no, no, I mean, uh, mail, mail communication do not work in the initial hmm. stage of the uh, money raising part. Best thing is to call them and to say them, say them that uh, hey uh, this is the deal, this is the uh, expectation uh, about the percentage returns. This is how the deal works. You have to explain them, you have to convince them right. So that I did diligently on a daily basis like five five people or 10 people uh, I, I, from the list I call them and tell them uh, about this opportunity. Initially they were scared, but uh, after coming to a webinar, and uh, they see that uh, apartment address and Google uh, search. Uh, we we did that Google uh, map and all everything, right? When we show them online, they they believe in that process. So
1: got it. So you basically after, you, have the the, questions, after the, you get the after they yeah, you
2: get the
1: deal, then you start uh, calling them, right? So and uh, go ahead. You're seeing most of the questions were
2: most of the questions were like the, the credibility, right? Um, who are all in the deal? Like um, how do you uh, legalize this? Uh, because mm. they don't know anything about syndication.
1: Got right? it, got it. So
2: they, they talk about more about how do you do that? How do you uh, um, uh, get the money? How do you convert that as a security? How, how many shares I will get? Those kind of questions mm. where the most of the questions uh, from my friends and family because they don't know anything about syndication. They are mm. passive, absolutely passive, passive investors.
1: Yeah. So, but they know you, right? So, and that's that's very important, right? So, that's good. That's good. So, let's go into the uh, details of uh, you know how this deal was found and uh, what what was the upside that you see in the deal when you underwrote it, and you know how was the whole closing process.
2: So, uh, yeah, um, this deal is absolutely an off-market deal, uh, but it is again uh, uh, given by uh, a broker. Uh, who gave us an opportunity um, because of purely uh, pre-existing relationship with the
1: broker. Mm-hmm. So and
2: the seller is also a—it's uh, not a small seller. They have around uh, fifty thousand units in that area. Uh, oh, so really? This seller. is
1: in Atlanta, right? A uh, place called Lagrange. Is a city called Lagrange, right? Okay.
2: So it's it's uh, it's a big seller and a big broker as well. I don't want to name the broker, but uh, just. Uh, To give an idea, it's an off-market deal and uh, pre-existing relationship, and we got the deal. We underwrote that uh, deal and uh, saw that there is a much upside um, in the rental upside uh, in that deal, and uh, we love that. And uh, uh, second part, I I, what I did is like you know, uh, Lagrange is mainly predominantly it's about uh, three to five percent rental increase market. And uh, this particular property is uh, doing very well in the past uh, for the past uh, ten years, and um, uh, seller doesn't. Have, I mean, I don't know why they are selling, but uh, they have some other uh, uh, investment uh, they need to make for that. Uh, I mean, they are doing this as a to an exchange, so that was the reason why they did it uh, this effort and. Um, this, the most uh, uh, I mean uh, lovable part in that deal is like uh, um, they they discounted one million for us in the total uh, market price uh, due to COVID uh, condition and also we got very sweet uh, from the seller that uh, no harmony down until uh, we enter into the PSA uh, contract.
1: Oh, so, so you guys get some kind of early access. Go into yes. the deal. Okay, got it. Got it.
2: Oh, hard money down uh, on yeah. the day. One. Yeah,
1: nowadays it's just so hard to find deals. Which you know, every deal they want, you know, hard money down, right? So especially on the big cities, right? So, 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 how? What was the learning that you learned when you did the due diligence? Uh,
2: learning perspective, uh, you know. Um, so due to COVID, it was peak COVID during March, April. We did the due diligence. So it was very panic. Even uh, we we struggled a lot to go there. We hesitated a lot to go there, visit the property, when we do the due diligence, unit by unit walk through. We gave the notice to the, all the tenants uh, well before, and uh, even couple of the units were occupied by the COVID patients. So oh. we were you know very hesitant to go there, but uh, we did it. Uh, most learning curve is like you know observation of. Uh, Minor details like uh, uh, even the the uh, the kitchen uh, what do you call the deflection in the mm-hmm. countertop uh, uh, kitchen countertop yeah. Okay. Even my details they are uh, I mean noting that and uh, observing that um, making that into the list and uh, taking photographs um, and also like plumbing uh, the camera thing and all. I like hired the uh, third party vendor to uh, do the camera uh, 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 you know, scanning on all those things. Hmm. Those are a lot of learning curve in the, in, the, in the Hmm.
1: Interesting. Interesting. So what about on the, uh, I mean, right now, you, I think the deal is already closed like a few months back, right? So I presume you are doing the asset management of the deal, right? So... Um, so can you talk about what do you do as an asset manager for that deal right now?
2: Yep, uh, we are, we are, uh, we are just, uh, um, I mean, November, uh, we got only 11 days uh, after we close. So December we spent on uh, CapEx budget on uh, construction of the exterior. Um, we worked with the property management company uh, to get the quotes uh, from different vendors and you know, ordering parts in China. Uh-huh. for the bulk uh, procurement, right? Those were the things uh, we did. And uh, it's still going on. And uh, exterior, exterior washing and you know, cleaning and uh, painting and all those things is currently in progress. And uh, we have a plan to upgrade uh, 100 units um, in uh, both the uh, properties. So we're working on that. And uh, it's totally, we, we will do the month, I mean, uh, weekly uh, calls and all uh, expedite that um, process
1: got it got it got it so i mean do you work with the property management company on a daily basis or on a weekly basis or how do you how do you talk to them
2: weekly basis
1: weekly basis what do you review with the property management company
2: so so far the call is not intense uh, the <clears throat> the collections part uh, we, we, we call uh, we have a call every week uh-huh. we, 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 we uh, focus on the collections part alone uh, as of now and uh the monday morning report right that we get uh from them and um they're tightening up uh, in the collection side and you know, um, uh, we are seeing that uh if somebody is uh, not able to pay the rent uh we give them options to you know pay it in and and all those things um basically we are trying to you know Maintain the occupancy level, and then uh, uh, once we get to the level of uh, February March, we have a plan to rehab those units.
1: Okay, got it, got it. So you are successful in moving from you know really want to do multifamily to doing a deal, right? So how would you uh, what would what would you advise to a new person, a newbie, right? In terms of what what they should do to become you know to close your first deal
2: sure um, so what i would suggest to for any newbie uh, um, you know before jumping into the deal uh, i strongly believe in the uh, knowledge part right mm-hmm. so i was uh, consistently you know searching for the mentors who who can give us complete knowledge and confidence to go find the deal right so I was into that mode before I, you know, think of any deal. So I found a mentor, uh, that is you, um, before I strongly believe in that I can do this for my career, right? So knowledge gaining is uh, very important in this business, as well as, uh, uh, you know, um, when you are you are using other people' money, you are responsible for their money, right? So. And also, for me, uh, this business is my carrier, right? And I took this as a carrier. So if you, if you, you know, uh, if you bluff in this first deal or second deal, you are done. <laughs> Your lifelong, you are not going to do the business, right? The Panem and Freddy So those guys will be after you, and you will not at all uh, will be able to do that deal at all, right? So that's why gain the knowledge, uh, be strong, be confident in yourself and believe in yourself and go find the deal and uh, partner with somebody who has experience or uh, uh, at least uh, was uh, done a couple of deals under, under their belt. So that will give you a, a, a footstep step uh, in the door and then uh, developing your uh, skills, as uh, an asset management or if you like in a, a money raiser. Uh, if you have a very good network of uh, friends who can uh, uh, give you off-market deal, <coughs> focus on what what you're into, you know, really interested into doing that. So, I would say these three things uh, is very important for a newbie.
1: Wow, I didn't. Uh, I mean, I didn't expect you to, you know, promote the mentor, but you know, thanks for that, right? But I think it's it's key, right? Um, as a mentor. Yeah you know, you, you get the shortcuts, yep. right? So rather than, uh, you know, you go to, you know, three different lenders, I can we can tell you like, go to just this lender and that itself would save you, you know, a lot of money, right? Go to this contractor, right? Do this, right? Underwrite this, right? Like, you know, uh, send your email to your investors like this, right? We can tell you exactly rather than you, you trial narrow and and, and and I don't know. It's 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 a uh, it's just it's a shortcut. I would say right. So that's...
2: remember, James. I don't want to uh, I mean, tell you, but boost. I mean, uh, I have to tell this because when I struggled from uh, from one point right at uh, the final stage, I need a, I am in mean, need of around 200k. You pitched in uh, to say that this is how you should design the email in order to make an agency right. So that itself. I mean, whatever the money I paid for the mentorship.
0: Experience.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got 200k within the one email, right? So, and that's that's from experience, right? So that's that's important, right? So, so that's that's right. So that's that's good. So, uh, why not you tell our audience how to get whole and how to get in touch with you? Because you know you're going to be doing a lot more deals. Um, you know, I think you know the experience that you gain from first deal and underwriting going through the process is big, right? So, so and I always tell my students and anybody I see, usually the first deal is the hardest. Once you do one deal, the next deal you know just pops up, right? Because people have more confidence in you, you have your own own confidence as well because you already gone through the process. You now you become more confident, right? So, and now you're you're doing asset management, so you're seeing the property after closing, right? So now you're gonna be you know, you're gonna see. What did you underwrite before and now you're seeing what did you underwrite after right so which is very big right because now you're seeing what whatever you model in your excel spreadsheet become reality right so your confidence is going to grow so why don't you tell our audience uh, how to get in touch with you and uh, you know all your contact information
2: sure uh, they can reach out to me via email um multi-family investor mfi geek at gmail.com that's my email id and 9209444815 uh, is my cell number they can reach me out in both ways
1: okay okay got it and what's what's the uh, website uh, again can you yeah website
2: is fortuneinvestmentsgroup.com
1: okay fortuneinvestmentgroup.com okay awesome well Satish, very happy to have, you know have you on the podcast and talk about your first closing because that's a big thing right uh, Happy for you and uh, happy that I was able to help you out. I mean, that's that's the main thing that, you know, I do all this, uh, you know, education, ed- adding value to people, right? So that's important for me. So thanks for coming on.
2: Thank you for the opportunity, James. And uh, I owe you a lot, but, uh, you know, <laughs> it's not uh, fair to say just thanks. Uh, I would, I would uh, definitely be grateful for you.
1: For all right. the time. Thank, Thank you. So Thank you.
0: That's it for this episode. If you'd like to learn even more, check out James's free audio book. It's the audio version of his best-selling book on passive investing. You can get the audio book completely free along with other valuable resources by visiting www.achieveinvestmentgroup.com forward slash free audio Also, be sure to join our Facebook group too. To find it, just do a Facebook search for multifamily investors group. Thanks for listening. Join us again for another episode next week. See you then.